fill 24 hours of programming. Here's some bullshit that happened somewhere today. We've got some footage here of the bullshit, which began just after 3 o'clock this afternoon, when residents in this neighborhood were shocked to see this fairly common thing happening. And we're back. We are back for another good time. Don't blame it on the good times. Blame it on the boogie. Yeah? All right? That's what I'm saying. Welcome back to the Telcast podcast. It's... uh. Currently about one o'clock Tuesday. I know you go you're thinking, what, what are you doing at home? Why are you at home? What are you doing at home? Cause it don't make no sense, does it? Let's be for real. Let's be real. Didn't mean to say four in there. Well listen to this, right? So I'll wake up, usual. About what? Uh, half four every day to go work. Perfect. Get on my clubber on. Get in. The, well, get. Well, I don't get in the cloud. Of, uh, I don't get in the shower with all my clubber on, do I? No. I get in the shower, sort myself out, come out the shower, get dressed, walk to the train station. And then I see, uh, and then I see, uh, major disruptions, tube strike, all lines closed. They're striking again. They are striking again. The entire network is expected to be disrupted as London Underground staff stage the first two 24-hour strikes starting from 12.01 on Tuesday, the 1st of March. The walkout will affect all lines with commuters advised to work from home where possible. The RMT union... I'm sorry, the CUNT union has blamed the dispute on a financial crisis, crisis and lull. Oh, at lull. London Underground Limited. Which General Secretary Mick Lynch described as being deliberately engineered by the government. Transport for London, TfL, has warned travellers to expect severe disruption to all lines and stations throughout the day and the possibility of no London Underground services, and that's what happened today. There's no service. Zero. So I could go into London. I just can't get about. I'm not getting the bus, because it takes hours. A second 24-hour strike begins a day later, running from 12.01 on Thursday the 3rd of March. Commuters are encouraged to walk or cycle where possible. London buses, TfL Rail, National Rail, DLR, London Overground and tram services will all be in operation, but are expected to be busier than usual. Passengers have advised to allow more time for their journeys during the industrial action. Fire the fucking lot of them. 
They're moaning about pay rises. They earn fucking... They earn loads of money. I'm clipping over here as well. I apologise. Apologies. <clears throat> I'm fucking sick of it, though. Every, every time something happens, like, oh, there's a bit of inflation. Strike! Strike! Let's have a strike! You know what we need to do? We need to fire all the drivers and make the trains autonomous. Because they run autonomously anyway. This guy is just sitting there with his hand on a kill switch. As I've said in a previous podcast, one of my friends work at TFL. Get rid of him and all. I'm not bothered. Get them all on construction, mate. Let's build more asses for the Ukrainian refugees. How about that? Then go on strike. See how you like your strike then, you cocksuckers. Ridiculous. So that stops me from earning a day's money. because, Well, two, day, two days' money because um, they're doing it again on Thursday as well. So that's two days' money. Just had a week off because my little boy was born. You know? Like, I'm not bothered. I can spare a couple days. I can spare a couple weeks. To be honest, I can have a couple months off and not worry. I'm just saying, there's people out there that cannot do that. They rely on their check every week or every month. And if they're short, they're fucked. They can't buy the shit that they was buying last month, especially now with inflation. And these train drivers or train uh, this T these TFL staff, I'm not sure whether they are. I'm not sure whether they are the the drivers or not. Dangerous crowd in Wilsden Junction. It's just packed everywhere, people trying to get on buses. I'm so glad I just, I see it and I came home. Because there's no, there's no point. I, sp I spoke to my manager, great guy. You can ask for a better guy to be your manager, to be honest. And he, he's just like, uh, um, he said, because he lives a little bit away from me, like about 25 minutes away from me, drive. He's gone to a different job today where he can get the overground, which is working. And I can't do that because I, I need to get the underground to, for, to get to work. And he's saying, I'm, tomorrow I'm going to go this way, a specific way to get to the job that I'm at currently. And you know how long that would take? Two hours and 45 minutes. Without the underground. I can fly to Spain quicker than that. I could be in Alicante quicker than I can get across London. 
without TFL. Something's got to change here. This is not right. This is not on. And they, I think they know it's coming. This this whole... <sighs> We're train drivers. We got it really bad. I've got to play a song. I have to play a song. This is great. This is the best song ever. Some people might like to get a train to work or drive in in a Beamer or a Merc. Some guys like to travel in my bus, but I can't. I'm going to play the whole song. Plus today i got to take my bike Cos once again the tube's on strike The greedy bastards want extra pay For sitting on their arse all day Even though they earn 30k So I'm standing here in the pouring Yeah, and the rest, mate. Fuck's my fucking train, London Underground They're all lazy, fucking useless cunts London Underground They're all greedy cunts I want to shoot them all with a rifle La 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 say is please mind the doors and they learn that on the two-day course this job could be done by a four-year-old they just leave us freezing in the cold what you smell is what you get burger king and piss and sweat you roast to death in the boiling heat with tourists treading on your feet and chewing gum on every seat so don't tell me to mind the gap i want my fucking money back london underground they're all lazy fucking useless cunts london underground they're all greedy cunts i want to shoot them all with a rifle la 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 the floors are sticky and the seats are damp Every platform has a fucking tramp But the divers get the day off when We're all late for work again London Underground Wang, wang, wankers They're all wankers London Underground Take your oyster card And shove it up your asshole <laughs> Great tune They should have that as the um like when you phone through to like TFL, they should have that music playing while you're waiting. <clears throat> At least it'll give you a laugh. I don't even think you can ring TFL anymore. So they want more money. And they're not on 30k anymore. They're on about 60k. Let's Let's have a look. Let's have a, let's have a little butchers of what, and you know what? We're not even, it's not, I'm not even bothered about the drivers. Fair enough. You're driving a train. You are important to the line. It's the managers, managing the managers, managing the managers. You have to have, you probably have to have one supervisor per four people on the underground because of health and safety. And that's what fucks me off. Because we don't need that many people to supervise such a small group of people. And I could be wrong there. And I don't really give a fuck. Bollocks to you. If you work for TFL, fuck off. All right? How about that one? Shove it up your ass. T 
take your Oyster card and shove it up your asshole. La 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 la. TFL train drivers. I'd like to actually see the employment, the like the tree of employment in on on in T, uh, on TFL Limited. What T on the lull? London Underground Limited. I'd like to see it because I'm pretty sure I could cut a whole fucking line out of that employment system, and no one would even notice. I go on. I'll come out of Monument Station, right? And there's a big glass mirror thing, screen, which is not really glass. It's just like a reflection. You can see directly in it. But it's supposed to be like, ooh, it's glassy and you're not supposed to see in here because this is where all the cameras are, dude. You know what I mean? One of them fucking dickhead cunts. Um... And there's about seven people operating computers. Now, fair enough. If they're signalers that signal the trains, I don't even know why we've got signalers now. Our tube system is so up to date. Like, what lines cross over apart from the circle line? Oh, the district line, because it has to go from Aldgate. But that's why that's so slow, though. Changes from Aldgate to Whitechapel. I think it's Whitechapel, and it goes past Aldgate East, and then it has to switch over. So, so what else? Do you know what I mean? I don't get it. There's been a 15-minute segment on TFL. This is how pissed off I am. Fuck London Underground. Fuck Sadiq Khan as well. If I had a vote, mate, I wouldn't vote anyway, to be honest. But <clears throat> And then and they're putting train fares up on the, on the uh, other lines, as well, on the privatised lines. Like, where does it stop? Where do we stop? Are we going to start paying £500 a ticket? Nah. What, what are we going to do? Are we going to start paying £500 a day return? Because if we are, I want to go on strike. Let me know. What's happening? We've got C2C that is an Italian governmental-run train. This C2C is owned by the Italian government. How have we let that happen? And I, I don't mean to be like, oh, well, fuck the Italian government. Well, to be honest, yeah, fuck every government. But why are we doing that? Isn't it like EDF is like French and they run our electrics. Our, 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 they run the electric company EDF. What's, what's with that? Let's do it with private companies, not governments, because this is... I heard something once where our, our tube line is subsidising Europe's tube line. That's why ours is so expensive. 
I don't know. Don't quote me on that shit because I just heard it. And I'm clipping again. I've got to calm down. I'm going to fucking burst a vessel. Oh, God. Um... London tube driver salary. How much do tube drivers earn? What you didn't know about working on TFL Underground. Londoners have been breathing a sigh of relief following the news that a tube strike planned this weekend. Well, that was the 6th of, 16th of May 2019. Plan this weekend has been suspended. Around 1,000 members. Am I still clipping? No. Around 1,000. Around 1,000 members members of the row. Oh my god, this is so annoying. Around 1,000 members of the row, Maritime and Transport Union were due to walk out. See, it's constant. They don't stop doing this shit. How? I don't even give a fuck about the salary no more. Fuck their salary. Oh, is it this on ONS, is it? Let's have a look. Let's see if we can get this shit up. Which days will cut some reduced services? TFL on London tube strikes. Uh, is he overground? Blah, 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 blah. How many? I want to know how many in succession has there been tube strikes? There's got to be at least three a year. At least. And I find it fucking ridiculous, mate. Look, two weeks ago, TFL News on London Tube Strike, Oyster Fairs and Buses. Mate, I feel sorry for people that don't listen to the fucking radio in the morning because they're all, like, queuing out. Tube strikes crippled as cap as capital rush. Chaos. Rush hour chaos as commutes take two hours longer than usual. Traffic grinds to a halt and scamming Uber charges. F- Uber. F- oh, my God. Listen, I... L- I'm all in favour of private companies, but there needs to be like four or five. You know what I mean? So there needs to be someone who comes in and goes, you know what? We ain't going to strike. We're going to freeze all fares for the next five years and we'll do it. And then we all go, we have a little vote on our phones. We ain't got to go to a ballot box. We have a little vote on our phones. And we go, yeah, we want that guy. And then they move in and they take it over and then that's it. Sorted. We ain't got to worry about these cocksuckers. If the train drivers don't like it, fuck off somewhere else. Go and work somewhere else, mate. How about that one? Go and work on the fucking... The Midnight Express, mate. Double time. You know what I mean? Bollocks to you. 
stopping people from getting paid. Because, oh, my God, I can't pay for potatoes. Well, blame your central bank, mate. Blame your local central bank. Because there is one in London. It's called the Bank of England. Why don't you go down there and protest? Because that's what it's to do with. It's all to do with fucking wages, isn't it? Sick to death of greediness. Greedy bastards. Can what I'm seeing. Yeah, mate. Just completely sick of it, to be honest. Right, let's have a look at the um, other headlines of today because I've just done a 20-minute rant on TFL. Uh, have you seen the convoy that is that is going into Ukraine? I was all like, yeah, these motherfuckers are going to take Russia. They're going to be like... They're going to be like Afghanistan. I see some ladies... Some ladies... I know that's a, a copy of Bill Burr, but who cares? Uh, some ladies, they are uh, making Molotov cocktails. And, yeah, Molotov cocktails. Yeah, and that's not a drink. You could probably drink it, but you'd probably die. Uh, they're literally grinding up polystyrene. Grinding it up. Like that, yeah. I don't know why I did that, but who cares? I'm off work. I'm angry. Off work. So, fuck it. Uh, grinding up the polystyrene, putting the uh, petroleum. I don't know what they're putting in there. It could be anything, really. It could be alcohol. It could be petrol. It probably is petrol. Um, they're putting that inside of the bottle so that when they, when they throw the Molotov cocktail... The pieces of polystyrene stay, stick to where they're uh, to where they're to what object they're throwing it at. You hear that creak? It might not be coming through. Never mind. Anyway, the bravery of these people is completely unbelievable. It's astounding. It reminds me of. Um, it does remind me of World War Two, and I've never even I wasn't alive, but it just it it sort of captures my imagination of that's what World War Two was like. Women were piling in; they were doing their bit. Men were on the front line doing their bit. Everyone's together doing their bit as a country coming together, united as one. And they don't need anybody to tell them to do this. They just do it out of their own, out of their own, uh, it's all voluntary, you know? And I love that. It's amazing. It just, it proves that we do not need, we don't need these leaders that are going to make these stupid decisions like fucking, and I don't want to blame it all on Vladimir Putin because it, it's all to do with NATO and Russia and, and it's, he feels threatened and that they feel threatened and they're putting bases where they agree not to put bases. So I don't want to say, I don't know what's happened. I'm not a fucking politician because I would never be a politician unless it was just to go, you know what? 
Fuck all politicians. You're fired. Get out. So, I don't want to put all the blame on Vladimir Putin because I could be wrong. And I don't want to put the blame on any other government because I could be wrong. But, uh, it's all, it's all government. It's all government. They, they, these people get in power and they think that we need to fight their wars for what? What? Why? If every army just put down their arms, if, if the Russian army just went, no, we're not doing it. We're not killing our brothers and sisters in Ukraine. What would he do? What would Vladimir Putin do? Honestly, honest question. What would he do? What could he do? If, the, if, if, if people that were uh, being flown to Afghanistan or Iraq, and it was like, I think that was the last straw. That was the straw that broke the camel's back, Iraq. Because now we know there was no weapons of mass destruction. Now we know. It was all lies just to get over there. So, you know, <clears throat> is this is this the same thing? And that's why I'm I'm uh, a bit hesitant to judge any any party. And I know NATO is defense is a defensive uh it's a defensive military group. Yeah, group of countries. Yeah, it's a defensive military group. So uh, there's there's no offense here to Russia. But then again, no one knows no one knows what's going through Vladimir's mind. You know, no one knows what's going through Putin's mind. But I, I got to say. Uh, what's his name? Vladimir Zelensky, that a Ukrainian president. That guy has got some fucking cojones, Bruce. He used to be an actor or a comedian, one of the two. And mate, he's like, fuck that. Send me some ammo. We don't... What do you say? We don't need help. We just need ammo. <laughs> Come on. We don't need help. We want ammo. I'm the Terminator. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think it's fucking nuts that these... That, the people in the army, listen, I know you get paid for it. I know it's, listen, I was looking at these, uh, I was looking at Ukraine and I was looking at Russia. I was looking at videos of old, the old Soviet buildings and uh, all the rural places. And I don't want to come across as a dickhead here or just a city person, but... It's a fucking shithole. All right. It's a shithole. It's like just tower blocks 
with no one in it everywhere. And this, this is what happens when, when you have governments that will be completely corrupt and take the money away from normal everyday citizens to benefit themselves. There's no production. There's no renewal of housing. There's, it all stays the same. And it looks shit. And I know that's your country, and it's really hard to say that. But if you go on to um, this, you've, you've probably seen him before. His name's Bald and Bankrupt. He's on YouTube. Just go and have a look, look at Moldova. The city of Moldova. I'm not too sure what city he went to. But I was ghasted with my flabber. Yeah. It's a shithole. And that's not the people's fault. I'm not blaming the people for their place to be, for, for their places being a shithole. It's just old. It's all old Soviet shit. Now, I watched a video yesterday where he went to a, uh, Gulag Museum, and if you haven't read the book, The Gulag Archipelago by Solzhenitsyn, you should just get the audiobook, because the audiobook is fucking fantastic. Uh, I would really advise you to read it or listen to it even, because it's just amazing what Stalin did to his own, to his own people. It's, and it just boggles my mind why governments are allowed to still be in place. We are all individuals of this world. Why are we letting one or a group, a small group of people govern the whole fucking country? This is how this shit, World War Three. I'm not saying there's going to be World War Three, but this is how World War Three breaks out. Because you got Putin over there going, well, tell you what, if you get involved, there's going to be actions that your country has never seen in the history of its country. In the history of its... Yeah, whatever. There's going to be consequences that you've never seen in the history before, in your history before. He said something like that, anyway. Um... And that's, that's how we end up like this. Because we let one crazy motherfucker just go, I own you motherfuckers, okay? I own Mother Russia, okay? Donald Trump called him a genius. Astonishing. Astonishing behaviour is a genius, okay? Absolute genius. If you look at Ukraine, okay, it's a vast part of land. Yeah, mate, it's bigger than France. It's got 44 million people in it. And you're saying he's a genius for killing those people. Uh, duh. 
I do not like any politician whatsoever. I hate po- if you are in politics, you're you are there for an ego boost to go. Yes, well, you know, I run policy, so yeah. I run policy, yeah. I make policy, yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what, fuck your policy. It's just it's fucking mental. Absolutely mental. Yeah, so I see uh, there's 40 miles of the Russian convoy. That's trucks backed up for 40 miles. Do you know how far a mile is? Yeah, I was all like, uh, go Ukraine! And then I see that and I was like, oh, bruv. And then I, I see a, 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 a comment on Twitter and he was like, yeah, a few A-10s could sort that out. Yeah. Well, where are they getting it from? Where are the pilots coming from? We can't get involved because it's going to create World War Three. I don't know what to say about this shit. Because I hate governments and... Putin is everything that I hate. One centralised ruler over everyone. I hate that. I hate our government system. We've got the House of Lords, Parliament, uh, two, well, it's like two parties against each other and then they have to vote in a way to put through some policy. And it's like proper stringent, you know? Stringent. I don't know why I did that with stringent, but it is. It's Now, I know some policies just go through without being looked at and snuck through and shit like that, which is... Another reason why I hate it, but even that, even that amount of, um, I keep saying, um, I don't know what I'm actually trying to get at right now. Even that amount of, what am I, what is the word, Bruce? Even that amount of, of scrutiny, there we go, there we go, got it in the end. Even that amount of scrutiny on policy, I hate it, I don't like it. Just let the people, if you own land, do what you want to do. There's no policies. If you want to be a cunt, I'll move. How about that? 
Well, good luck selling that. To, it's good luck selling that piece of land to anyone that wants to move there. Well, how about the guy that wants to be next to a guy that does the shit that I don't like? I mean, I've got a guy outside my ass now, right? He's got three cars. They all sound like shit. That's what he does at 12 o'clock at night. What are you doing? Who are you trying to impress? A chainsaw? Because chainsaws don't have feelings. That's how it goes. Honestly, he gets home from work. And then it's like, uh, he gets out of his van, goes into his car. And then he revs it. Why are you doing that? Get an electric car that don't make any noise. And can you imagine flying cars? Imagine we had flying cars. They'd be even louder than that fucker. They'd have jets on them. You think I want a flying car living outside my ass? Nah. I mean, if you could come up with some sort of silent jet propellant, fair enough, but... Nah, not happening. It's like he's got this bigger exhaust on his fucking car. It's like, instead of paying all that money for that exhaust, why don't you just buy a better car? You know what I mean? Well, it's a hobby. Well, get quiet a hobby. No? Is there not something more silent that you can do in your meantime, in your downtime? You know? And I'm not saying I'm not saying anything bad about him. He's a nice guy. But he just makes a lot of noise. And it's not even it's like it's not even like he bought the house next to me. He's just the guy's son. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I can't really say anything. It's like well, I can. I have said something before, like a little bit of a snarky side comment, like fucking. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna get into it. But yeah, just buy a better car, mate. He's got an exhaust pipe the size of fucking, I don't know, what? Size of what? Size of this table. Stuck on the back of his car, like, where are you going? You can only go 60 anyway, mate. Yeah, but I want to sound good. Well, guess what? It don't sound good. It doesn't sound any good. It sounds like shit. You ever had a moped? Uh... 
And then you get people just like, uh, uh, uh. What are you doing, man? I don't know what you're doing, but it's not helping the cause. It isn't making you look good. Nothing makes anyone look You know what makes people look good? Being nice. Being respectful. Saying thank you. Saying have a nice day. Take care. I hope you have a great weekend. That's what makes people look good. Not... What, what? Sound like your car now. You're making me sound like your car. I'm not pissed off. I'm not pissed off. Oh, God. Let's try and have a look at some uh, some, some questions. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. I don't really give a fuck. Uh, the Daily Mail wants you to send you a notification. No, I'm good. Thanks. Ta nata. Right, here we go. Right. She put her hands down my pants in public. Then was upset when I wasn't okay with it. She stuck her hands down my pants in public and I stopped her. She was upset and said I, it worried her for the future. Worried her for the future. Where did she, what, did she live in a fucking... Worried her for the future. I don't get... Worried her for the future. What's her... I don't know, man. Just go in a bush or something. Let's, you know, she's adventurous. She she wants to, I don't know, she wants to HJ it. She wants to HJ it in the fresh air, dude. Let her do it. Fuck it. She's, she's, I don't get the worried about, worried her for the future. Future of what? A pornographic live lifestyle. Like, yeah, you can be adventurous, but you don't have to be in public. Oh, my God. You didn't let me wank you off in the fucking public, okay? I'm so worried about our kids' futures. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know she didn't say kids' futures. Um... She's worried for the future, though. Maybe she just wants to be more adventurous in the future. She's worried about it. How old are you? You don't say. Just do it, mate. Who cares? Fuck it. If, no, but if you're really uncomfortable with it, then say no. You should shout, RAPE! Because uh sort of sound like a woman there, Bruce. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, mate, listen, if you're worried about it, don't let her do it. If she doesn't like that you don't want to do it, then 
It's probably not going to work out, to be fair. Next question. My girlfriend wants a baby at 19 or 20 and says it's non-negotiable. We are both 18. You need to get out of there, bros. Whoa! Does it feel good to be out of there? You need to go. You're 18. Don't have kids at 19 or 20. You've been together for about a year. I don't give a fuck how long you've been together. No. You do not have kids at 19 or 20. No. That's a no-go. Nope. And she says it's non-negotiable. Who's the fucking man in this situation? Well, you're going to start pulling her trousers down and sucking her cock. What's happening? Come on, Bruce. Tell her. If you love her, tell her. And if she wants to be with you, she'll understand. If she don't, then, you know. Uh, I don't think I've got a button for that, but, you know, just say. Fuck you. There you go. <laughs> and leave. <laughs> Because, listen, if it's non-negotiable, she obviously doesn't have any respect for your um, leadership, your opinion. It's probably going to be women out there like, but she's a strong, independent woman. She knows what she wants. Yeah? Okay. Cool. Well, let, let her go and get it somewhere else. Fuck that. Don't have kids, mate, at 19 or 20. I mean, 30 at the earliest. Honestly. And I know if she's 30, it might be a little bit hard, so you might want to get someone a little bit younger than her when you're 30 or 27, you know. I think when you're 27... You just start settling down with a bird at about, like, 23. That way, it sort of suits your timeline. And then, like, you're on you're on track to being... to being the guy. You're on track to being the breadwinner, and she's on track to becoming... She knows when she's... Not she knows when she's... She's... She's lear she learns how to be your spouse at that sort of time. And I honestly don't give a fuck if that sounds sexist at all because that's just the way it works, to be honest. If you don't like it, go fucking listen to someone else. How about that one? Uh... My girlfriend keeps saying I need to do more around the house. I'm not quite sure what to do. I live with my girlfriend of three years, and she's always been a bit of a neat freak, but it started to really affect our relationship lately. Daily, I clean the living room, the kitchen, and all I do, and I do all the laundry for both of us, not to mention I cook every day while she might make a cake once every six months. She'll usually come home and be instantly upset if something is on the floor or if something is slightly amiss. 
She came home a few days ago to find I hadn't taken the trash in the kitchen yet. It was almost full, he says. And she went almost catatonic. For about five minutes before you cr- before crying on my shoulder and wearing and venting about how she wants to be taken care of. It got really bad after I had emergency surgery and was bedridden for about a month last year. She hasn't forgiven me for not cleaning for a month and constantly brings it up when she said, you know what, this, this is the problem. These women, not even women, this is a child. You're going to look after a child. She's, she's 28 years old and she wants to be taken care of like a child. This is not a woman. She's not your girlfriend. She's a child. She might bake a cake every six months. No. I'm sorry. I know I'm being really serious today because I'm pissed off that I couldn't get to work today, right? But this is for real. This is fucking up our society. These women have been, these girls have been brought up to think that they can just be taken care of for the rest of their life by their mothers and fathers when it doesn't work like that. The adult, the adult life doesn't work like that. You have to be in a partnership where things work together. You, you work together. You know? I go to work. My missus carries, looks after the home and the children. Perfect. Nothing wrong with that. It's the way it's been for hundreds of years. And now all of a sudden we want to change it. It doesn't work. We want to molly coddle our daughters. And I'm not saying I'm not going to, I'm going to be a bad dad. I'm saying I'm going to teach my child, my daughter, how to be the best woman she can possibly be. And that is not going to college and getting a degree in communication. And social studies. Because you know how you study social shit, you go out and socialise and you realise, oh, maybe shouldn't have said that. Just an idea. She, listen, mate, I'd, to be honest, you're 28 years old. I would probably leave this girl. She's completely worthless. What is, what is she? Is she a... I don't want to be derogatory, but what is she? Just a fuck buddy. Go and get a flashlight, dude. You know? You think I'm going to bring my son up to want a woman like this? There's no fucking way. Leave her, leave her, Bruce. Let her, let her get with a guy that can afford a maid. Next question. <clears throat> asking a girl out at gym. At the gym. Asking a girl out at the gym. Me and a very attractive girl go to an apartment complex's gym at the same time almost every day. How coincidental. It's a super small gym, so we're always right around each other. We're both, we both wear ear pods 
and just go about our workouts. It's been about two weeks of this and I want to ask her out on a, just go up to, dude, I don't even have to read it. Just go up to her and say, listen, do you want a spot? Do you need a spot? If you need a spot, I'll, I'll spot you. If you want to do your PB, you want to, if you want to do your PB, I'm here for you, girl. You know? You want to do your PB, I'm here for you. And that's just how it works. And then and get in there, make friends. If you like each other, you know, ask her out on a date. Say, hey, what are, what are you what are you doing on a Friday, babe? Or bay, as people would say. What are you doing on Friday, B? And she goes, oh, nothing. You go, hey, you want to go out to this little place? I know this little pizza spot. Oh, my God. I don't do cheat days. Okay. Yeah, but I'm just saying. We can go on a date. Yeah, but I'd rather get a salad indoors. Okay, bae. What do you want to do, Netflix? Yeah. Next thing you know, you're smashing the back doors in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, well, maybe that's how it'll go, you know. Let's, fingers crossed for you, my buddy. Um, yeah, just go up to her, dude. Just go up to her. Just say, what's going on? I've seen you in here. What, like, not where do you live? Obviously, that'd be a little bit creepy. Just be like, uh, so what are you working on today? Back, shoulders, knees and toes, calves. Yeah, just go up to her. Small talk. Well, what did I uh, I see the other day? Yeah, I see this guy, actually, he he wears a lot of costumes. Not costumes, he wears, like, he wears, like, a really weird clothes so that it's an icebreaker when he goes out. And I just thought the guy was genius. How can you not say this guy is genius? Because I realised when you see a guy in weird clothes, you're just like, you look at him, you're like, what? And it, <laughs> Shiver, someone just walked over my grave. And it's just like, uh, oh my God. I don't really need to be like cautious around this guy. He's just up for a laugh. Who cares? It really does break the ice wearing weird clothes. Maybe you should go in there with a Borat thong on. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. It's up to you. Let's try and get some sciences. Yeah, but no, I, listen, I would just say, um, just go up to her, mate. What have you got to lose? Nothing. You got zero to lose. All right.
features video. This is ridiculous. Science and tech. Let's go. Oh, Ukraine even fucking... Crucial finding. Uh, I've done that one. Day when the the brain thing, you know, I've done that one. You've listened to that before. Should the UK be worried about a science, uh, a cyber conflict with Russia? No. OpenSea confirms hacker stole. NFT worth 101.25 million from 32 users. Told you not to get into NFTs, didn't I? Don't fuck with NFTs. NFTs are shit. Uh, I think that might be the one, actually. Let's have a look. Dinosaurs were wiped out by an asteroid that hit Earth in the spring. New study shows... The, aster the asteroid which killed nearly all dinosaurs struck Earth during the spring, according to new research. The re to reach their conclusion, the researchers searched part of North Dakota and the USA to find fossilized paddlefishes and sturgeons that were killed when the asteroid made an impact with Earth. They used powerful X-rays and carbon isotope records of the bones of the fish that died less than an hour after the asteroid hit. The carbon isotopes acted as a tracer to work out how carbon atoms have changed over the years. They found the shock impact caused huge standing waves of water which moved sediment engulfing fish and burying them alive. The study which was published in the journal Nature. In the journal Nature. In the journal Nature? In the journal Nature. Included researchers from Uppsala. Yeah, that was right. Uppsala University in Sweden. I'm not reading that fucking name. Should I read the name? Vregi Universitat. In Amsterdam, Vregi Universitat, Brussels, and European Synchron Synchroton Synchrotron Radiation Facility in France. Melanie, Ju this just sounds like a different language now, doesn't it? Melanie Durin, lead author of the Uppsala University, said the carbon isotope signal across the growth record of. The I'm stunned. Right, let's read that again. Melanie Durin, lead author of from Uppsala University, said, The carbon isotope signal across the growth record of this unfortunate paddlefish confirms that feeding season had not yet climaxed. Death came in spring. Okay, brilliant. Great. That was a time I'm never, never going to get back from my life ever again. We're almost bang on an hour, ladies and gentlemen. Almost. With no interruptions. <laughs> Is this the answer to energy, 
energy crisis. Oh, yeah. They've made a breakthrough in fusion, apparently. Net zero in jeopardy unless world meets lithium and copper demands. All right, let's just keep digging up the earth, and then you know what we'll do. Hey, hold wh- on. Hold on a minute. That's a new word. Hold on a minute. Net zero in jeopardy unless world meets lithium and copper, de- copper demands, but there's a gap between supply and demand. The production across the, the production process of lithium, which involves generating about 15 tons of carbon for every ton of mineral. See what I mean? This is all, it's all a load of bollocks. All this carbon shit, it's a load of fucking cobs wallocks. Getting my Betty Swallocks for this Cobbs Wallocks. Ain't that... Wasn't that on the Carl Pilkington podcast? The fuck is going on now? This shit is really doing my head in. Right, anyway, we're on an hour, so... Uh... Woo! Let's get it going, ladies and gentlemen. I'll see you in the next one! Nobody exists on purpose. Nobody belongs anywhere. Everybody's gonna die. Come watch TV. Toodaloo, motherfucker.